Eric Alper. He's a Canadian music correspondent, blogger, and radio host. G'day, Eric. That is me. Round of applause. Oh, listen to the thousands of people. Look at the beautiful audience standing in front of me. That's so great. It looks like that they haven't eaten in days. Could you recognize the Australian applause? It's a very particular type of applause, Eric. It is. Um, the, um, the UK applause is subtle. And they tend to be a, about a couple of octaves lower when they when they uh, shout. Little at the fairy songs, right? They're, they're fairy like ooh. Um, <laughs> Canadians, you know, politely applause, um, but it, it depends on what show you see. Because if you see an artist that's under the age of thirty, their audiences don't applaud anymore; they scream, and yeah. then they wait in silence for the next song to happen. It's very strange. My daughter is 20 and I've seen a whack of shows with her and all of her favorite artists, they don't applaud anymore. Uh, Madonna, though, seems to be playing a lot of um, arenas. Uh, so does. that's going to be loud. I think that's going to be older people's screams, which might be a little bit more like going to see a horror movie in a movie theater where not that that not that she is but it's going to be a very adult like scream of like let's go and have fun and remember what it used to be 40 years ago Let, let's just call it what it is it's going to be ten thousand elderly gay men wheezing that's what it's going to sound like right all at once and we're here to talk about madonna of course and as a music and entertainment enthusiast, tell me, have you been following the Madonna saga unfolding over the past few months? Yeah, especially because she posted something on, I think it was on Instagram, and she posted a little bit of, of the behind-the-scenes photo, and it looks like that one of her legs or one of her knees is wrapped mm -hmm. up, which is normal. It's, mm -hmm. it's when you are a singer, dancer, and you move around a lot on stage. I'm sure Beyonce has had a bunch of of heating pads on her. Um, I'm sure Mick Jagger goes for you know a nice rub down in a sauna. I totally get it. But of course with Madonna, the concern is that she had this problem with the knee and that photograph just inflamed people's curiosity. Let's go back a step though. I mean, it wasn't long ago that Madonna collapsed and was taken to the ICU and stayed there for days. Uh, it was scary stuff. I mean, you, you would have been around for the big three, the megastars of the 80s. We don't have megastars like that anymore. We've lost Michael. We've lost Prince. Did it dawn on you that it's not a game anymore when Madonna was sort of felt like she was on death's door? Yeah. It, and, and I think that might have been a little bit more calculated than what people realize. It's yeah. very easy, no matter who you are, no matter how big you are, to go into any sort of medical treatment without the entire world knowing about it. Um, but I think that, that Madonna's team w was absolutely feeding information out to the media and to the fans about how dire it was and sometimes you do that i'm not saying that she did but sometimes you do that in order to give the fans um a little bit of a scare a little bit of sympathy a little bit of of underdogness hang a on bit you're, of, not of you're not yeah, suggesting you're not i'm not saying that that she wasn't as sick 
but there and a little I, bit of I, motivation to buy tickets. Is that what you're saying? A, a little bit, yeah. I, all of those things, you know, the the fact, uh, you know, the postponement part of it that costs money. You know, that costs. But I, I'm look. I, I've never been in the room where this has happened, but I look. I, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna put on a wicked conspiracy hat Go on. here. Um. It wouldn't surprise me if there were opportunities for massive companies to say, if we do this and we pay out the insurance and we pay out the fine, then this might actually generate tens of millions of dollars worth of free publicity. This is an industry that people would sell their mothers for a hit. So something tells me that with the laser focus attitude that you have to have, again, it's just it's just me really early in the morning going, yeah, what if they but, decided to do this? Do you like, know what, could Eric? you believe it? And I would be like, absolutely. They would you know what? So- I've got to say that regardless of whether it was true or if there's a conspiracy or not, there is no question the data is in. The, the ticket sales have gone through the roof because people are now thinking is this the last time that i get to see madonna on a tour of this scale i I think a lot of people and a lot of music fans are realizing that these artists are getting older just like we all are um bruce springsteen yesterday just announced that he was canceling his september shows over an ulcer mick jagger and and keith and ron wood just announced their 32nd album um, Hackney Diamonds, and they're rumored now to go out on tour for 2024. Um, this year, we have lost so many amazing musical artists. In fact, you know, over the weekend, we lost three. We lost Gary Wright and Steve from Smash Mouth and Jimmy Buffett. Um, so I think that uh, music fans are realizing that every show, every tour might be the last time that you see these artists and in the case of madonna she rarely tours like this i mean this is probably easily going to be her biggest you know at least highest grossing tour in her history but you the fact that it's, it's a, a greatest call, history Eric. is massive too that's a very big call because she is in the guinness book of records as the highest grossing female act you reckon this is going to top them all do you I, it's going to top, I think, everybody, maybe except for Taylor Swift and, and Elton John. It is absolutely going to be up there. I think so far they've sold, it's something like 1.3 million tickets so far and at the average price of $400. Incredible. That, that's somewhere around, you know, that could be anywhere between 700 and 800 million. But I think Taylor Swift has her eye on forever being the, the number one highest grossing tour and then you know taylor swift will tackle on dates in order to if she's close to two billion because she's easily going to crack that one billion dollar mark if she's 1.7 1.8 she's probably going to announce another 15 20 tour just so that shows just so that she can actually crack that two billion i mean and- her her i mean she's just zipping on another planet madonna though i think has a life outside of the tour base so she won't necessarily start extending the tour and of course taylor has the youth behind her she can she can actually do that now i, I want to re i'm 
We're on the cusp of the celebration tour commencing, which is really exciting, but I just want to go back just a step. Let's give everyone the benefit of the doubt that there was genuine medical emergency here. Is three months enough, do you think, um, for her to get back on the horse, so to speak? Yeah, because we only know about those three months. We also, we, we really don't know as as the general public how long this has been in the works for. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Normally these tours are booked a year, maybe even 18 months in advance in order to get the dates blocked um, and to get that tour writing, to get the staff, to get the lighting and the sound and the crew and the roadies and the catering, all people blocked off because there's, you know, when you're a Madonna, Elton John, Taylor Swift, Rolling Stones, Coldplay, you 2 you want the absolute, Beyonce, you want the absolute best people on your team and sometimes when you are taking a Beyonce tour that's what you do for the next year and you know in some cases you may not be able to do any other tour for a certain period of time before and after so you are always at the the beck and call of the artist while you're under their staff so something like the Madonna tour even though that we may think that it's been three months for all we know and it's probably likely that she's been practicing and working out and going over everything for the last year and a half just secretly what we do know is that we've seen madonna bike riding lots of walking we've seen her continuing on with her rehearsals do you think that they might have to modify the show that was originally there before she had the do you think she's come back and health-wise she's had to go look this needs to be a little bit less intense in this section yeah, I, I think so. But I think it's always one of those day-to-day things where the fans won't even notice. You know, mm-hmm. there might have been a number or a song where Madonna is going to be singing and dancing at the same time in front of her backup dancers where um, instead of that, she will be off to the left-hand side of the stage waving to the crowd or the right-hand side of the stage doing that. So it won't necessarily be... You know, Madonna sitting in a chair like Dave Grohl with a broken leg or Phil Collins during the entire last run of Genesis. But yeah. there will there there easily could be, you know, modifications that the fans won't even blink because they don't even know what they're seeing just yet. Okay, let's get to the main course. The last few times that Madonna has toured, and that's the Rebel Heart and the Madame X after that, negative publicity has absolutely followed her from city to city. And and not the kind of negative publicity that she's been courting, you know, for scandal. We're talking late starts to shows, breaking the venue curfews, cancelling shows, literally telling the audience to suck it up when she's late, uh, having a feud with her own son, public transport not available for fans because she's gone too late and they're stranded in the city. Do you anticipate the same for this tour, Eric? Are we going to see negative publicity all over the shop? We're going to see negative publicity anyway, and it's probably going to be written by male writers or, you know, with a little bit of misogyny in there, whether it's up front or whether it's not, simply because she's doing something that very, very, very few artists in music history has been able to do, which is just survive. Um, You know, she's always been... Uh, a lightning rod for controversy. Um, people think Guns N' Roses starting an hour late back in the day was very rock and roll and very cool. And they, you know, they couldn't be bounded by time, man. But when Madonna does it, it seems to be, um, you know, you know that she's offending the audience and she, uh, she devalues what her audience is all about. She 
gets way more crap thrown at her simply because of her openness about topics like sex and religion and feminism heading into the mainstream conversation. And that ruffles the feathers of a lot of people, especially older male white journalists. I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm worried because the one thing Madonna could always say, no matter what was thrown at her, as you say, and a lot is, she could put on a hell of a show. And that's what does the talking. However, there have been little glimpses since the knee injury a couple of years ago that happened around Madame X. Like, for example, she got up with Maluma um, and it wasn't good. And I'm her, I'm one of her biggest fans and I'll forgive her anything. Yeah. Eurovision um, a few years back, really bordering on yeah, like gritting of the teeth type performance. Do you reckon she's still got it in her to put on a hell of a show? I think so. I think she, you know, when you, any artist, whether you are a 16-year-old snot-nosed kid playing guitar for the first time or whether you're a singer or whether you are 70 or 80 years old touring for the 19th or 20th time on a world tour, like an Aerosmith, for instance, you have to have that laser focus in order to make it. And there are still some artists that when you release a song or an album and it debuts at number 16 of the charts that week, you still hate all the 15 artists that are above you. That's what it takes to be dedicated and to um, continue to want to do this. Because even though that it may sound and look really great, that you get the love and applause and screams of adoring fans of 40,000, 50,000 people a night. You get to stay in the best hotels in the world with the finest service and eat the best food and get the best medical care that any human being on the planet can ever ask for. It is absolutely a grind and it's a lonely road to go down if you want to not only be um, you know, the best but last this long. So I think she had to think really long and hard about do I want to end potentially my performing life this way? Do I want to be like a soccer player or a baseball player or a football player and sign that one more contract for a year, make boshes of money, but ruin the ruin my reputation in history if I stink for the whole year? There are some artists who will be like, I want the money. I don't care. I'm going to give them the show. They should just be really happy that they're in the same building as me, breathing my rarefied air and looking at me. But there are certainly a lot of artists that absolutely care about where their fan base wants to put them in the greatest artists of all time. So I think Madonna definitely falls into the latter category. I think she's going to do her best. I think it might be a little bit wonky for the first couple of shows, but most tours like this are just, um, and you know, we're just going to all find out at the same time what happened. But you know, it's funny that you mentioned that specifically about, um, about past shows or, or what she's going through for health wise. I got to tell you though, as a publicist, it didn't, it doesn't matter if, 
if I'm working with an artist that has sold out tours and arenas around the world, or if it's a brand new baby band that is going out on the road for the first time, I'm still worried about getting into car accidents with them. You know, I'm still worried about if they get food poisoning, eating at a McDonald's or eating at the finest restaurants in the world. I'm still worried about the same things that you and I worry about our family about like, are they going to wake up with a sore throat? Are they going to get COVID? Are they going to, you know, end up with a late flight, even if it's a private plane? All those things affect, um, you know, how they're going to be performing on stage. And uh, it'll be it'll be fascinating, though, because it I mean, we're going to head into I mean, think about it for for a moment that from now or at least October from from now until 2025 the two biggest artists that we are going to hear nothing about are going to be madonna and taylor swift exactly in my opinion i think uh her biggest fear would be ambivalence so therefore shock factor is going to be big i would say i know we're running short of time i just want to ask you you've spoke a lot about her legacy there and i suppose the gamble of legacy that she might be playing with here what is madonna's legacy at this stage of her career would you say oh i mean one of if not the greatest women performers and forget about women the one of the greatest performers that that the music industry and music world has ever seen. I mean, we're, we're still going to be talking about Madonna a hundred years from now. Um, and because there's no reason to believe that the music of the stones and Springsteen and the Beatles and the who and Taylor and Beyonce, Justin Bieber, Drake aren't going to be listened to for the next 60, 70 years, becoming the new classical music of the 1700s and 1800s. There's, you know, um, you know, what we've seen in the last couple of years are a lot of artists selling off their catalog, the ability for, third-party companies like venture capitalist companies or record labels owning now the master recordings in order to exploit them for television or movies or advertising or Broadway and things like that. Um, Bruce Springsteen sold his catalog for a rumored $350 million. Bob Dylan did. Neil Young did. Um, so those companies are going to want their money back. And they're going to want them back as fast as possible because it's an investment for them. So there's no reason why we're not going to be listening to Madonna music over the next hundred years. Um, well, it's going to become even more rare as AI could spell terrifyingly the death of the human artist. I think, Eric, listening to you, you're very similar to me. I think you're, you're getting ready to hold on to your hat here. Possibly grab the popcorn as we watch her start this celebration tour. Can you let <laughs> us know, how can people find you, Eric? How can people find you online? Yeah. Oh, well, online, they can find me at that Eric Alper. And in person, they can find me probably on the 500 section of the Madonna show. That's how <laughs> uh, Yeah, but that ericalper.com is the website and they can go follow social from there. It's been fantastic talking to you, Eric. I'm, I'm so excited that there's other people as excited as I am to see what she has up her sleeve for the celebration tour. It's going to be a corker. Thanks so much for having me, man. It's so good to talk to you.